Columbia Lions football is on the air. Tonight's game on WKRM is being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, by Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, by Ten Pin Alley, by Roof Systems Incorporated, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, by Murray Regional Medical Center, by Quick Mart, by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, First Farmers, by The Garbage Man, Caledonian Financial, McDonald's of Murray County, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Miracle League of Columbia, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line LLC, and Fast Stop Markets. Now to the field with the voices of the Columbia Central Lions, Lewis Maddox and Clayton Harris. And welcome everybody to Sam Davis Park in Pulaski, Tennessee for tonight's matchup between the Bobcats of Giles County and the Columbia Central Lions. I'm Clayton Harris, joined alongside Lewis Maddox, bringing you tonight's Game of the Week on 101.7 WKOM. And our normal coverage of Columbia Lions football on 103.7 WKRM, our 76th year of carrying Columbia Lions football. And, Lewis, uh, you heard Coach Sharp mention in the pregame show, it's uh, it's been a long week. It's been uh, fall break. A lot of people have been out. And uh, are you going to see some new faces and some younger kids get to play tonight? Because... He does have a rule. If you're not going to show up to practice, you're not going to play. Yeah, and, and we're not going to see Dravius Hall tonight. We're not going to see DeAndre Mathers tonight. Two guys that are real keys, especially to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and, and up in that front seven, DeAndre kind of leading the defense, making calls. And Dravius really the best defensive line when we've got out of those starting four up front. Uh, it's going to be really interesting tonight. Both these teams coming off of a loss at pay, or to Page. Uh, Giles County coming off a bye week. But, yeah, uh, Coach Sharp is not going to be playing around when it comes to missing practice, especially on fall break. Uh, it's just not going to be accepted. Well, you know, uh, Columbia last year uh, under interim head coach John Moore went 7-5. and five. Uh, This year Columbia right now is sitting at 2-5. and five, And, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions on what's going on. But you look uh, last year at Mount Pleasant. You know, everybody, Mount Pleasant's the hot team in Murray County that everybody's talking about. Columbia beat them by two touchdowns, but let's remind folks that Columbia's 5A, they're 2A. But last year, Mount Pleasant finished 2-7. and seven. So very similar, and, and Columbia's got a couple of games at the end of the year that they are very capable of winning. Uh, and, Lewis, I mentioned it to go sharp. They control their own destiny. If they can somehow get a win against Lincoln and Spring Hill, which I think's doable, they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, it's very doable. Columbia's definitely got the talent on their roster to, to beat those two teams. It's going to be a little bit more of a challenge to beat the Bobcats here tonight. This is a non-district game, so it's not going to affect those playoff scenarios as much. But, yeah, if they can get two wins against those two teams, which are definitely inferior to them, they'll be in the playoffs, like Coach Sharp said, and they'll be able to make something happen. Here come the Columbia Lions. They're coming onto the field from our right, from right to left on your radio dial, and coming out onto the field to our left is the Giles County Bobcats. Giles County 4-2 and two on the season. Both teams coming in with losses to Page as last week, Giles County was on their off week, 
uh, and Columbia's off week will come up on October the 21st in between the Lincoln County and Spring Hill game. But uh, Columbia, again, we, we mentioned it in the Coach Sharp show before the game, had a 13-7 lead at halftime, and, and then things just – one negative thing after another happened, and it just kind of snowballed, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely started with those offside penalty, or offsetting penalties on that long pass to Jordan Davis. Uh, and that's, that's going to be one of the keys to this game here today. The Columbia Lions are going to have to – uh, take adversity in stride and not let one bad thing dictate the entire outcome of the game. Last week, like we were talking about, that one penalty completely flipped the momentum of the game uh, in the second half, going from a, a touchdown lead to then, uh, you know, it turns into 48-13 to 13 really quickly after that in and, and, and about a half of football. So those kind of things are, are not going to be able to happen tonight. Giles County is a really good team at 4-2. and two. They've only lost to... Uh, Nolansville and Page this year, two very good teams in our district. And Columbia is going to have to play some good ball tonight. So Columbia will receive the opening kickoff. Columbia in their white jerseys, purple pants. Giles County in their black uniforms and white pants. And here's the kick, an end-over-end kick. It's going to be fielded and will go into the end zone as Jordan Davis tried to get the ball, but it rolled right through his hands. Luckily, it went into the end zone for the touchback, and Columbia will take over first and 10 at their own 20-yard line, moving right to left on your radio dial. We'll see who's in on this offensive line, an offensive group to start out with. I can see Hunter Woody in the starting rotation just, uh, just as my first eyeball. Looks like Tristan Harden's in there on the offensive line as well. As we mentioned, the roster changes week to week. Both split ends who started earlier in the year no longer with the team. Here's Luke Usselton, the junior quarterback under center. In the backfield, you have Cortez Gilbert and Caden McCoy. The handoff to McCoy around the right end. He's got room. He's going to hit the sideline in front of the Columbia bench, and he'll have a first and ten as he'll run out of bounds in front of the Columbia sideline at the 31, and that'll move the sticks. Just a classic stretch play out to the right side from Caden that time. Uh, had great seal blocks on the outside. It's awesome. Yes, it's awesome. We absolutely love it. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh. And welcome back, everybody. You're going to have to apologize for the technical difficulties. We're having a tough time getting the signal here. We're going to try to get that worked out. Back to the game, though. It's going to be third down and around five for Columbia. The ball spotted at the 36-yard line. 
Yeah, not much of a gain on that last play. Maybe a yard from, from Gilbert that time. Here's Usselton under center. He'll send Davis in motion. He's going to hand it off on a delay back, a counter back to the right side of the McCoy. He's going to be a yard short. He's out to the 40, and this will be decision time for Coach Sharp. Yeah, this will be real interesting. So it's going to be fourth down and a half a yard for Columbia. Ball at their own 40, and now, now they send them in. we're going to send the punting unit in. A little, little late notice there. Only got 12 seconds to set this thing up. I don't know. I mean, what do you really got to lose? Not much. And now we got a timeout. Columbia, Coach Sharp wants to take a timeout. We'll stay in there. Again, we want to apologize for any technical difficulties. We've just swapped to our third connection. I think that's the one we'll stick with for tonight. But after an 11-yard run by Caden McCoy on first down from the 20, Columbia got a first down at the 31-yard line, ran the ball first, second, and third down. It's fourth down and a half a yard, and it's decision time. For Coach Sharp, ball sits at the 40. they got to get to the 41 or just before the 41, looking at the sticks across the way. They've taken Dane Hawley out of the game, so and they're huddled up over there towards the sideline. It looks like a lot of offensive players, so we might see them go for it here. I mean, if you can't quarterback sneak this, I mean, I mean you know what I mean? I've been saying this all year. You get behind Cam Brown. And Jordan Davis is going to get the football after the first down by Columbia as we welcome everybody back. And Jordan Davis is going to take the ball from the 40 all the way down to the Giles County 11-yard line. So a big run there by the junior, and that's going to be a fast top markets first and 10 for Columbia. As Again, we apologize for the technical issues but i was saying dang right there in, a, in not a good way i thought we weren't going to be able to broadcast that play but we were and that's 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 great great first down play from davis that time first and 10 for columbia at the 12 handoff gilbert and he's going to run into the back of his lineman and he'll lose about a yard on the play yeah he, he kind of had a hole towards the inside closer to the hash marks towards the right side of the field, but he seemed to go where traffic was farther to the right and didn't pick up anything on the play. They're going to give him a better spot than I thought. It's going to be second and 10. Ball's going to be at the 12. Here's Usselton. He's going to line up under center with Gilbert and Davis and McCoy in the backfield. 
And now we got a false start as Hunter Woody, the split end, is going to take off. And that will move it back five to the 17. And, and, Lewis, that's so frustrating watching receivers jump when you've got to ball. Gotta watch the ball. There were some flinches down there from the Giles County side, but they never, they never came over into the neutral zone. So second down and long as we got a sweep, a handoff to Jordan Davis. He makes go. a man this miss, is, this has and, got some, oh and man, he is going to get stopped. He just could not break away from number seven, Tyreek Brown. That'll be no gain. And, Lewis, if he breaks that tackle, he probably walks into the end zone. you got to give it to Tyreek Brown on that play. I mean, Jordan Davis had about three guys on him, put a stiff arm, kind of backed out of the play a little bit, and made a round towards the left side of the field. Great pursuit from the safety Tyreek Brown uh, to make that tackle in the backfield. Columbia can get a first down, but they got to get the ball to the two-yard line. The ball sits right now at the 15 on the left hash. Columbia moving right to left on your radio dial. They'll send Davis in motion. Now a Sally play back to the right side of the yes. McCoy. Yes. He makes a man yes. miss, and Caden Boom. McCoy will take it into the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia. Yes. 15 yards, Caden McCoy, as they fake the toss to Jordan Davis to the left. Caden came back to the right underneath and took the ball around the corner and into the end zone, untouched for the touchdown. And Columbia, in their opening drive, takes it 80 yards and scores with 6.26 to go here in the opening quarter. They lead 6 to nothing as Max Patton will come on to attempt the extra point. Here's the snap, the set, the kick on the way. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So Columbia, in their opening drive, takes it down the field, and they lead Giles County 7 to nothing here early at the Brickyard. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. And welcome back, everybody, to Sam Davis Park as Columbia takes the opening drive of the ball game, 80 yards down the field. Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. The two words we live by. The coach we follow. All right, blow the horn. Let's go. The famous call we love to hear. Touchdown, Alabama! It's good to be a Bama fan. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look for revenge against the Texas A&M Aggies. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. And welcome back, everybody. We apologize again for the uh, technical issues, but you didn't miss much as Columbia kicks it off and Giles County takes it 92 yards for a touchdown as uh, 
I need to get a number on the guys. I'm trying to get this thing repaired, but uh, just went untouched yeah, right through was, the middle of the was, Columbia coverage. Was, it was hard to get a number because he got there so quickly. And, uh, yeah, we've talked about kick coverage all year, and it, it bites you in the butt again. So here's the extra point attempt to tie the game. Snap, set, kick on the way. The kick is up and good. Well, six minutes and 12 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Columbia 7, Giles County 7. We'll take a quick timeout and be back right after this. Take every single piece of the blame if you want me to But you know that there is no innocent one in this game for two But I go, I go, and then you go, you go out and spill the truth Can we both say the words and forget this? Yeah Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body Oh is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry? And welcome back, everybody, to Sam Davis Park. Again, we are, we have been experiencing technical difficulties here since we got here, but hopefully we can stay on as long as we can uh, for however long that may be. But... Columbia takes the opening drive down the field. They end up scoring and taking a 7-0 lead. Now the kickoff following the touchdown, Giles County just returned at 92 yards. So Columbia now will get the ball back as the football was kicked into the end zone, and Columbia will have it first and 10 at their own 20. Here's your first adversity of the night. We'll see how they respond. Here's Luke Usselton under center. Luke's going to hand it off up the middle. Gilbert, he's going to lose yardage. He'll break a tackle, come to the outside. He's across the 20 to the 25, across the 30 for a first down at the 33-yard line. A good run by the sophomore. Yeah, he almost got blown up in the backfield. It was uh, it was a man coming in from the left side, got through into the backfield and had a grip on Gilbert, uh, but he put another a good stiff arm from him, a really strong runner, Cortez is. He bounces it out to the left side and picks up another uh, about 15 yards, a great opening play for the second drive of the game. Ball on the left hash at the 32. Columbia breaks the huddle. Usselton under center with Davis, Gilbert, and McCoy in the backfield. McCoy in motion. He's going to hand off on the jet sweep. McCoy runs to the numbers, gets outside, breaks containment nor near the first down marker and has a first down out across the 42-yard line. Some great blocking out front as well. Jordan Davis and Cortez Gilbert just put a man literally into the Columbia bench. That's, that's, that is a great thing to see as a, a triple-headed running back group in the backfield for Columbia. Uh, you're going to have to block when you're not getting the rock. So it'll be first and 10 officially at the 43-yard line. Columbia moving the ball again here on their second series. We're tied at seven with five minutes to go here in the first quarter. Here's Usselton under center. He's going to hand it off to Davis to the left side, and he's going to go nowhere as he's going to get... Maybe lost a yard or, yard or two loss on the play. 
as uh, just nowhere for Jordan to go, and that'll bring up second and long. Yeah, that time a good push up front from the Giles County defense, and Jordan Davis didn't have anywhere to go. He'll officially lose a yard on the play to be second down and 11 from the 42-yard line. Columbia moving left to, or right to left on your radio dial. Woody will be your split in with Davis and McCoy at wingback. Davis in motion to the right. Hand off to the right side to McCoy. McCoy gets tripped up at around the 43, and he'll dive up to the 44, and that'll bring up third down and around nine for Columbia. Yeah, it'll be another third down and long situation for this offense, and that's really not what they're built for. But you're getting close to two-down territory. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt uh, going for it on fourth down here if you do pick up six or seven. 20 on the play clock as the Lions will have the ball in between the hashes in the middle of the field at the 44. They have to get to the Giles County 42. Here's Usselton. Sally play again to McCoy. Makes a man miss, but he's trying to bump it outside, and in doing so, he'll lose about Got a punt. six yards on the play. A big loss, nowhere to go, and now Dane Holly and the Columbia punting unit will come out on the field. Yeah, you gain enough yardage to be able to pin them deep here with Dane Holly if he can get a good a good hit on the ball here, which he usually does, but obviously not what you want to have happen. Trey, look at this. They're going to have to call a timeout substitution. Giles County will take a timeout. We will as well. 3.16 to go here in the opening quarter. Columbia 7, Giles County 7. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. And welcome back, everybody. It's fourth down and around 13 yards for Columbia as the ball is going to be sitting at the 39-yard line. Back deep is Dangerfield for the Bobcats. He needs to back up a little bit. Dane Hawley in the punt. A good snap. And the punt nearly gets blocked, but a high kick that's going to hit at the 30 and take a Columbia bounce inside the 25. Right and on that's the where it will land and stop right on the 25-yard line. And that's where Giles County will take over for their first possession of the night, although they do have seven points on the board after the kickoff return after the Columbia touchdown. That's why we're tied at seven. Yeah, that's not what you want to have happen after a a five-and-a-half-minute long drive, opening drive for a touchdown uh, against a a four-and-two team on the road. That was a positive. Then you turn around and do that, and that's that's a huge negative. Kamari Turner is the quarterback for the Bobcats. They have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Here's Turner in the shotgun. He's going to keep it himself on the quarterback draw on the read, and he's going to get upended and tackled by Terry Sharp out at around the 32-yard line. That'll be a gain of around seven on the play and a good run there for the Giles County signal caller. It was a good fake from a quarterback that time faked the run inside and took it himself out to the left. Just a zone read play. A great fake. So they'll stay in the shotgun. One receiver to the left, 
Two to the right. Here's Turner. He's going to roll out to his right. He's looking. He's going to throw a pass over the head of his intended receiver, Dangerfield, who is standing at around the 43-yard line or 38-yard line, and nobody was really anywhere near him. Good, Fortunate for Columbia, it went over his head. Yeah, and first down range, too. Uh, Dangerfield, a pretty tall player himself. Uh, pretty hard to overthrow him, but he definitely did. So it's going to be third down and four. We'll say four for Giles County as the ball's at the 32-yard line. they got to get to the Columbia 35-and-a-half, so let's call it three-and-a-half. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Here's Turner in the shotgun. He's going to send a man in motion, and Turner's going to hand it off up the middle to the tailback, number one, Randolph, and Randolph is going to take it all the way to the house for a Bobcat touchdown of 68 yards. Untouched, really. Especially through the first two levels of defenders, pretty much untouched, and uh, a couple good blocks from the Giles County offense out out in front of him, and wow. So that'll extend the lead to 13-7 with 2.22 to go here in the first quarter. Going to have to have a good offensive possession here after this kick. Here's the extra point attempt by Fitch. Snap, set, kick on the way. The kick is up and good. 2.22 to go here in the opening quarter. Giles County leads Columbia 14-7. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with 10 Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. 10 Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. And welcome back, everybody. 2.22 to go here in the opening quarter. It is Giles County leading Columbia 14-7. And, Lewis, that's 14 unanswered points by the Bobcats as Columbia scored on their opening drive. And then on the ensuing kickoff, Giles County took it to the house 92 yards. And right there, third down and four, Lewis. Had him set up. And X Randolph just ran the ball. Untouched. Yeah, and, and, and you're showing offensively that you can move the ball on their defense, but you're getting yourself into – you're moving it a little bit and getting yourself into third and long situations, and you're not able to pick it up. Got to avoid those. And now here's the onside kick. Go! Onside what kick. recovery. Attempt by Coach O'Connor. And fortunately, Caleb Clanton's going to come up and get the ball. It was one of those onside. It was one, yeah. It was one of those onside kicks, like Lewis just said. You saw Arkansas running against Alabama, where the kicker kind of kicks it to himself out in front of him, and uh, unfortunately for Giles County, quarterback or the kicker missed the ball, and Caleb Clanton was able to come up, and Columbia is going to have great field position. It'll be first and ten at the fifty. I say, if, if time is any, you, you try and take a shot here. Hunter Woody in at split in. As Usselton's going to hand it off on a stretch play to the right, a jet sweep to Caden McCoy. McCoy's going to fight his way outside near the Columbia sideline, and they're going to say he got around, got down to around the 43, 44-yard line, or actually 46-yard line. 
That would be a gain of four on the play, bring up second down and six. Yeah, it was a good pursuit from Giles County. Caden McCoy really made something out of nothing there, a good gain on first down. Already in Bobcat territory. The over looking good so far in this game. It is. 140 to go here in the opening quarter. Columbia trails Giles County, 14-7. Here's McCoy in motion to the right again. Double handoff to Davis back to this side. Jordan makes a man miss. He's going to get out to the inside the 40 to the 35 and knocked out of bounds at around the 34, and that'll be a first and 10 for Columbia. Yeah, Tyreek Brown, the safety finally got him, but a double handoff right there, and they showed Luke Usselton as a lead blocker. He really didn't get out there and make a great block, but he's kind of just a decoy there and lets Jordan make a decision which way he's going to go. Uh, he picks the outside, and it was a good decision. Gets a good game. It would be a great play off that. Is that. If they came back on the reverse with Jordan, you pitched it back to your quarterback, and you had McCoy running wide open down the sideline. Down the opposite sideline, yeah. That would be pretty. First and 10, ball at the 34. Here's Usselton under center. He's going to fake it, play action, rolling. Throws a corner route to Jordan Davis, and Jordan's going to be overthrown barely down inside the 15-yard line. He he was there. He had a step on the guy, but just an overthrow, and that's a tough one. It was a difficult pass that time from Luke. Uh, he had a little bit of pressure on him, throwing on the run. Kind of a bootleg to the right side, but he definitely had Jordan Davis by by a step or two going towards the, the right sideline. So that'll bring up second down and 10 for Columbia at the Giles County 34-yard line. There's a minute and 18 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Here's Woody lined up and split into the right. McCoy in motion to the right. Jet sweep to McCoy. McCoy tries to hit the numbers. He will. He hits the sideline. He's got the first down, nice. and he'll get knocked out of bounds. No, they're going to say he stepped out a yard shy of the first down, and that'll bring up third and one right along the Columbia bench across the way. They're going to say the ball's at the 29, 30-yard line, somewhere in there. They need to get to the 29 of Giles County. For the first down. And that should be something that you should pick up fairly easily uh, with anything you call here, but you're, lu- you're very lucky that we had a good play right there. I like I, I like play action passes in these third and short situations because you can always come back and run it on fourth. You can. Here's McCoy in the backfield, a handoff to Gilbert, and Gilbert may not have it. He's right there. He'll be close. He ran into one of his own players again, but still was able to bounce forward. One referee had it up to the sticks, and one had it back, and they're going to go with the uh, the spot. They're going to go with back. the worst spot, yes. which was marked by the guy that was on the other side of the field. Yes. And now it'll be fourth and one from the 25-yard line, and obviously Columbia will go for it. Heavy formation once again. They replace uh, Woody with Malik Smith. Might have, a, might have another overload situation at the right side where they moved uh, Tristan Harden. 30 seconds left here in the opening quarter. It's 14-7 to 7 Giles County, but Columbia's driving. They overload to the opposite side this time at the last second. And we got some confusion and a timeout, Coach Sharp, and thank goodness because we could not get lined up right. We could not. We'll take a break. Columbia trails Giles County 14-7, but they have the ball deep in the Bobcat territory. We'll be back right after this. 
One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. And welcome back, everybody, to Sam Davis Park here at the Brickyard. It's 14-7, Giles County leading Columbia. Columbia has the ball at the Giles County 25-yard line where it will be fourth down and one. It's a big play here. Columbia's going to come out in their heavy set. In the backfield, you'll have Gilbert, McCoy, and Davis with two tight ends for Columbia. Here's Usselton under center. Luke's going to hand it off to McCoy to around the right end. He's going to try to get to the outside. He does. Talk to you later. McCoy is going to get tripped up and knocked out of bounds at around the 12-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 for Columbia, sponsored by Fast Stop Markets. Man, another touchdown saving tackle from the safety, Tyreek Brown. What a a play from him. Caden McCoy moving at light speed down the sideline. I thought 100% certain he was going to the house. That was a, stripped up. They faked the handoff to Gilbert and Davis and gave it to McCoy heading the opposite direction, and it worked. Big time. Ten seconds left here in the first quarter. Usselton under center. He sends Davis in motion. Handoff to Jordan around the left end, and Jordan's going to get hit and stopped at the nine-yard line. That'll be a gain of two on the play, and that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. After one... Giles County leads Columbia 14-7. We'll be back right after this. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Welcome back, everybody, as we are about to begin the second quarter of action here at Sam Davis Park in Pulaski as Columbia and Giles County are facing off against each other again this year, and currently Giles County leads Columbia 14-7, but the Lions have the ball second down and eight from the Giles County nine, so Columbia can still get a first down inside of their own one-yard line, or Giles County's one. Here's Luke Usselton under center. Two tight end set. Ball on the left hash going right, left to right on your radio dial. Hand off to Gilbert, and Gilbert is going to go into the end zone Boom. off the left side for a touchdown. Nine-yard play and run by Cortez Gilbert right off left tackle, and he will take it in for the touchdown, and the Columbia cuts the lead to 14-13 as Max Patton will come out to attempt 
the extra point and tied this ball game up. They brought the heavy set in once again. Malik Smith and another tight end were in the ball game as well, and they went to the side opposite Malik, and he, Gilbert went in untouched. Great play. Here's the snap to Usselton. It's high, and that kick is up, and it's going to hit the left upright. No good, as it was a high snap. A rusher got in front of Max's face. I honestly don't know how it didn't get blocked, and the fact that Max was able to get a kickoff was a miracle. But unfortunately, it hits the left upright, no good. And Columbia trails Giles County 14-13 with 11.54 to go here in the second quarter. Columbia scores on the first play of the second quarter. And Lewis, seems like we've, we, we've missed more extra points this year than we did all of last year by two or three times. And I know Max being hurt is really that's been that's been big for Columbia. Yeah, and, and like you said, that was a miracle that he even got that kick off, and it was even in the vicinity of uh, of the uprights because the high snap was really to blame there. Uh, Luke holding the ball almost had to stand completely up to catch it and then go back down and place the ball. Uh, it looked like it was going to get blocked to me, but still don't make that happen. And a, and a one-point difference, that could be all the difference in this one. Absolutely. Dane Holly will tee it up at the 40-yard line. They'll be kicking left to right on your radio dial. Will Columbia. Back, cover. back deep for Giles County, number one, Randolph, and number seven, Brown. Personally, I think I'd kick it over towards the sideline, a little sky kick. I would not kick it to those two guys. I think it was Tyreek Brown that returned the last one for a touchdown, so definitely don't kick it to him. Here's Dane Holly. He'll come up and he'll strike the ball, and that's going to be a high end-over-end kick that will go into the end zone for the touchback, and Giles County will start their drive at the 20. That's what you want. So a good job there by Dane to put it in the end zone, and Giles County will start at the 20. No harm, no foul. Columbia defense, though, has to get a stop. Yeah, they do. They they had forced them into a third and four on the last possession then gave up a huge play for a touchdown. You've got to be even stronger on those third down plays and get off the field when you can because uh, it's already been a high-scoring game. They're going to be out there for a lot of time tonight, a lot, of, a lot fewer bodies than we usually have. Here's Turner, the quarterback. He's going to keep it himself all day long to the left side. He's going to run past Malik Smith like he was standing still. He's across the 50, and he may take it all the way. He's going to get chased down by Autry Smith, but it won't be enough to keep him out of the end zone. And 80 yards later, Turner will score touchdown Bobcats. You know, Clayton, I've talked about this all year, the outside contain. Uh, and that should be the main thing you're, you're working on in practice as a defensive line unit is to contain outside, especially when you've got a quarterback that mobile and especially when you don't have anybody behind the front four, especially this week with all the people we've got out to make a stop in the open field on a good quarterback like, like that. And, I mean, I, I can't say anything else, but that's what you get. You shoot inside, both defensive ends shooting to the left side and shooting inside the tackles. Uh, that's an obvious uh, flag that goes off in the quarterback's head. I'm going to take it right there because there's nobody there containing. Well, Smith was there, but he kind of wasn't as he just ran right by Smith. And uh, Smith looked like he was stuck in concrete. And just like that, Giles County scores 21. This puts up their 21st point of the night. They lead 21-13 with 11.36 to go here in the second quarter from Pulaski. 
We'll be back right after this. Three claps. We're ready tonight. Three claps. Hi, I'm Gina Wolf, and my husband, Tony, and I are the local owner-operators of McDonald's of Murray County, and we are proud sponsors of the Murray County Game of the Week. McDonald's of Murray County wishes all of our community football teams, the Columbia Academy Bulldogs, the Columbia Central High Lions, Mount Pleasant Tigers, and the Spring Hill Raiders the very best this season. We hope to see you all at your favorite McDonald's location in southern Middle Tennessee. Welcome back, everybody, to Pulaski. As, uh, well, we got a lot of points. If you like points, Columbia Trails, Giles County, 21-13. And, I mean, good gosh, their Not offense even. has had, like, what, two, two or th- no, four plays. Four plays and two touchdowns. Yes, yes. So and they've got uh, three touchdowns. You know, I mean, let, let's be honest. And it's only 30 seconds. It's well, not even 30 seconds into the second quarter. We got freshmen and sophomores on defense. We do. It's going to happen. That's okay. You know, because, again, um, they, you know, people can blame the wing T. The wing T doesn't make somebody show up to practice. Hey, as long as the offense keeps keeps on coming back, yeah, I mean, we'll be fine. Yeah, so far the offense has looked good, good as Jordan Davis is going to return it from inside the 10 out to around the 23. I think a lot of people don't realize is that high school football is not where you go and showcase talent. That's what you do in the summer and what you do at camps, you know. Uh, a high school team, or a co- their objective is to win, not showcase talent. And um, I think some people just don't understand that. So the objective is to win. We were in the spread uh, from 2016 to 2020, won seven playoff games, or seven region games in five years. So, again, though, a lot of football PhDs out there. First and 10 for Columbia. The ball is going to be sitting at the 22. Hey, we're in it here. Here's Usselton. He's going to send Davis in motion, handoff to him, a jet sweep to the left side, and he's going to get maybe a yard on the plays. He ran into the back of his left tackle, Tristan Harden. Just nowhere for him to go. Now to bring up second down and nine. Not a lot of push that time. Second long situation. You're going to have to get six or seven here to be comfortable in third down. Eleven minutes and counting to go here in the second quarter. Columbia trails Giles County 21-13. Hunter Woody will line up at split into the right. Here's Usselton under center. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll to the right. Nowhere to go. He's rolling back to the left. He's going to load up. He's going to throw it down the field. That pass nice. is complete to Jordan Talk Davis. Talk to you later. Jordan Davis go, makes Jordan. a man miss. Go. He's getting chased from behind. Hold on to the ball, Jordan. He didn't. And he did not as it rolls out of bounds, thank God, inside the 20. My goodness, that closing speed Tyreek there. Brown again. By Tyreek Brown just chased Jordan down from behind as we got a flag. And an injured – is there a flag? There's no flag, but no we got flag. an injured Bobcat down at the 45-yard line. Now, here's what will happen on that fumble. It will go back to the spot where Jordan fumbled, and they're saying right now that's going to be inside the Bobcat 20. Should be. At, at around the 16 or 17. Uh, actually, they're going to give us the 14. I thought it would be where the ball went out of bounds. And he's moving it even further, down to the 13. Yeah, it should be – the ball should be spotted where it, the fumble came out. As uh, we got a timeout on the field and we got a bobcat down, it'll be first and ten for Columbia. It's a good throw by Luke as he he rolled to the right, came back to the left, saw Jordan do a bullet down the field. Yeah, there was pressure. The uh, the intended target there was definitely Hunter Woody, and he was not open. Came back around to the other side of the field and 
threw it down to Jordan Davis, and a great pass from Luke that time. And a, kind of a last-ditch effort, but it ended up going really, really well inside the red zone now. It did. So a good play. Just, yeah, it's fine. Good, good play. That, that was a huge game as Columbia gets it down inside the Giles County 20-yard line as the injured player for the Bobcats is going to be number eight, and I don't even have him on, a ro- on the roster. But regardless, first and ten for Columbia in Giles County red zone. Here we go. Heavy set formation. Usselton under center. Usselton's going to hand it off Gilbert up the middle, and he's got room inside the ten. They're going to give him the nine-yard line. That'll be a gain of four on the play by Cortez. And that'll bring up second down for Columbia. Yeah, Jordan Davis out on that play. It was Autry Smith in as the, uh, as the third tailback in the backfield. Still a great run from Cortez. Second down and six. Ball in the middle of the field. Again, same formation for Columbia. Two tight ends. Here's the snap. Hustleton again to Gilbert. Gilbert tries to bounce it outside, and he's not going to gain anything. As number 34, Caleb Oates will make the stop for Giles County, and that's going to bring up a third down and seven for Columbia at the Giles County nine. Yeah, Cortez almost was able to bounce it outside to the left. A great tackle from Oaks. Nine thirty-four and counting to go here in the first half. Giles County leads Columbia 21-13. Columbia, though, has scored on every drive but one. Knocking on the door again. Here's Usselton under center. Still a two-tight end set. Hand off to Gilbert. Gilbert trying to bounce it out to the right side. Cortez hits the corner, and he's going to get stopped and knocked out of bounds. Go for it. At around the three. There, he's close. Oh, to they're going to mark it to the four. He's close to the sticks. And do, will we get a measurement? It is right there. They're going to stop the clock. That's going to be close. I think he, I think he may have gotten it. I still haven't put the ball on the floor. It was really close. And Bring him out and measure. It's still right there. You know, the PA guy had tried to help out by saying it's fourth and short, but, you know, let, let the officials make that call. Because I can assure you, nobody up here has a good angle at it. No, we don't. Ball so. is sitting inside the four, right on the, right, the, the, the nose of the ball is at the four, the rest of it's towards the three. And they're just looking. Cortez fumbled the football. But it went out of bounds as we have a – looks like we got a Columbia player down. And that's Cortez. We didn't see him. He's over on the right sideline. Could barely see him. And he is down, out of bounds. And trainer Chris Fett is working on him. But, Did not notice that. Yeah, we didn't notice it. You couldn't hardly see it. I think it's a cramp. I think it's possibly wow. just a cramp. He has been running hard tonight. Usually don't see those at, at this point in the season. So Gilbert's going to get up and make his way back to the Columbia sideline, which this will make him sit out of play, which will definitely change what we might do here as it looks like they're going to say it's fourth and inches. Yeah, now you've got Jordan Davis back in the game. Quarterback sneak. You definitely, definitely. I'd have – I don't know why that's not who, the who, Whoever option. is in the backfield, I think Chris Cathy's going to check in for dunk. Have him push the quarterback forward. Have everybody push the quarterback forward. 
So Columbia is going to come out with a tight end to the right, a tight end to the left, so two tight ends and three in the backfield. As the clock will start, fourth and inches with under nine to go here in the second. Usselton under center. Luke's going to quarterback sneak it, and Kathy's going to push him, and he's going to get down to about the two, and that'll be first in goal, Columbia, brought to you by Fast Stop Markets. They went the kind of the opposite way of where you might think. He kind of stayed behind Anijah Hildreth, the center. I think you get more push on the right side, but still first down for Columbia. But back, you know, going back to the conversation about Columbia, again, Mount Pleasant last year, and again, all the hypes on that, they went two and seven. Yeah. Got a lot of people hitting the panic button. Here's Columbia, first and goal at the two. Usselton under center. Here's the snap, handoff to Chris Cathy. And Cathy's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. You're right, Lewis. He may have lost a half yard on the play. He's getting driven backwards the whole time. He, he ran into a pile of black jerseys as soon as he got the ball in his hands. Got to bring up second and goal. But you know what? That's going to take another 30 seconds off the clock. It's fine with me. You think they go for two here to tie it up? I would. Why not? I would, too. As you heard a fan out there say, they're not going to throw it. Well, no, we're at the three. So. <laughs> Nor not Pete Carroll. Here's Usselton under center. Two tight ends. Usselton toss to the left to Davis. Davis makes a man miss, cuts up field, and gets to the two-yard line, and that'll be it. Maybe a gain of a yard. It'll be third down. We're moving the wrong way. Definitely still got two tries at it, but these are going to be two big plays. So I got my binoculars out, and I'm looking. The ball's sitting on the three. The three-yard line on the left hash. Columbia breaks the huddle. It's third and goal. Two tight ends, three men in the backfield. Here's the handoff. Right side, McCoy. McCoy down to the one. Come on. Down to the one. Fourth and goal from the one. Here comes Cortez back into the ball game. There's your power running back. Uh, and you'll, you'll probably see him get another chance here. you got to sneak this, though, right? The ball is literally sitting inside the one. The nose is nearly on the goal line. That's what I'd say, but, you know, it seemed to not really like that play. Here it is. Here's Usselton under center, fourth and goal, and we got a timeout on the field. That's what they were running. Timeout Giles County, and you're right, Lewis. Columbia was going to run the quarterback sneak, and that was going to be six. But Giles County takes a timeout with 6.28 to go here in the opening half. Columbia trails 21-13, but they're knocking on the door. We'll be back right after this. Looking for a physician? Choosing a health care provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. And welcome back, everybody, to Sam Davis Park at the Brickyard as Giles County leads Columbia 21-13 with 6.28 to go in the second quarter, and Columbia has the ball inside the Giles County 1 where it's going to be fourth down and goal. This is where you just got to win these one-on-one battles. Everybody from Giles County is going to be crowding the box. 
they're going to expect to, to know what's coming. It's either going to Cortez or it's, or it's going to be a, a quarterback sneak, in my opinion. They know what's coming. We know what they know. Uh, and this is just a battle here. It's going to be fun to watch. Two tight ends set. Gilbert, McCoy, and Davis in the backfield. Usselton under center. Keeps it on the quarterback sneak. Touchdown, Columbia. Off the left side of the center goes Luke Usselton. And he is in for six. Boom. And now will Columbia go for two? They looks will. Like they it are. looks like they're going to go for two. It's 21 to 19. So Columbia is going to go for two and try to tie this game with 622 to go here in the second quarter. Musselton kind of went over. He kind of had a little hop there and got into the, got into the end zone. Uh, great, great drive from the Lions. Got it on an onside kick, had a short field to start off with, but they capitalized, took some time off the clock. Musselton now coming to the sideline. All right, so they're going to get the call. The play clock just starts with 20. Usselton goes into the huddle and calls the play. Ball's going to be at around the two-and-a-half-yard line. Same formation. Two tight ends set, three men in the backfield. Usselton under center. Here's Usselton. He's going to fake it, fake it. He's going to roll to the right, throws it to Jordan Davis, and he's got the two-point conversion, and Columbia ties the ball game at 21 with 6.22 to go here in the second quarter. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. And welcome back, everybody, to the Brickyard at Sam Davis Park in Columbia. Not showing any quit here early. They have tied the game 21-21 against the Giles County Bobcats. And uh, a great drive there, uh, Lou, by Columbia, 80 yards, finished by a Luke Usselton quarterback sneak and then a two-point conversion on a play-action pass to Jordan Davis. Yeah, short field, like we said, caused by a, a failed offensive or onside kick attempt from Giles County. Uh, good recovery from Caleb Clanton there to start that drive off on the 50-yard line. Yeah, you're right. That was a 50 or not an 80. That was the one before. And, uh, yeah, a good, good, good capitalizing drive. Three touchdowns now in the night for the Columbia offense. They're moving it really well against against Giles County's defense. Here's Dane Holly to kick for Columbia, going left to right on your radio dial, and that is a missile that goes through the end zone for a touchback. That hit the back line. Yes, it did. What a kick. So, Giles County, we've seen this movie before. They'll take over again, first and ten at their own 20. Got to contain. Got to contain. Yes, we do. They'll come out onto the field going right to left on the radio dial. They'll be led by their quarterback, number 18, Kamari Turner. Now the Bobcats will come out under center in the I formation. We haven't been able to stop the run so far, so it looks like we may see some Randolph, X randolph the running back. Here's a handoff, Randolph. Randolph up the middle, goes untouched into the Columbia secondary before he's finally tackled at the 40-yard line by Hunter Woody. 
That'll be a gain of 20 on the play and a first and 10 for the Bobcats. Randolph hits the hole very, very hard. A touchdown-saving tackle that time from Hunter Woody. Uh, and that's that's a quite literal statement. He was the last last defense there. Uh, behind him was all green. Run defense has not been great so far tonight. Columbia defensive line and linebackers have been non-existent so far here tonight. Here's the shotgun. Turner's going to keep it. He's going to go around the right end. There's a missed tackle by Manning. He's going to hit the sideline. There is a flag down. He's going to take it, though. He'll be tired. Evan Miller is going to whiff on the tackle, and Turner's going to take it into the end zone. But there is a flag back at the 38-yard line, and we have a hold against the Bobcats. So they're going to move it back. From He'll be pretty sp- tired. Yeah, from the spot of the foul, that'll be inside the 30 as we have a belligerent fan outside who does not agree with the call. Yeah, both ways, pal. I hear you. We don't have access to the fans because of the slanted glass in the press box, but we have these windows above it, and we set a microphone up there they're because we thought job. we thought it might be a good idea to get some crowd noise and game noise and you know, in the background of the broadcast instead of us sounding like we're sitting in a padded room. But yes. instead, uh, we you know we got the microphone up there in the window, and that's sometimes what you get. So. It's, uh, it's like we've kind of got a, a third guy down there with us. That's the only one you really hear. Yeah, I know. That's fine, though. I mean, that, that was always the worst thing about um, big touchdown plays because even, even the offensive linemen, they're going to be excited running down the field with the ball carrier as well. They're obviously all tired. First and ten, handoff again to Randolph, and he gets tripped up, thank God, by – is that Evan Miller? It is. Yeah, Miller's going to stop him at the 40. So he just got back 12. He didn't get touched until he got 12 yards down the field. As we're going to see Benderman come in at linebacker for James, or I'm sorry, for Kathy. Harden back in the game as well. I mean, got to try something different, yeah. Nigel Hildress. They had, they had Josh Britton playing on the inside. That's his first time playing up front other than defensive end all season. So you got – no, that's Jamar Morris in the game. Morris is in there with Clanton as another run will get a first down nearly for Giles County. Depends on the spot. He looks like he's going to be a little yard short. It was third. It was first and 20, and now with two runs, it's going to be third and a half a yard or maybe a yard for the Bobcats. Columbia's defense cannot stop the run. But Yeah, you're right. Jamar Morris is in there. Yeah, Jamar's in there along with Caleb Clanton, Roland Manning, Evan Miller, uh, KT Buchanan and Terry Sharp, Malik Smith and uh, company on the defensive line. Here's the counterplay to the left. That'll be a first down for Randolph into Columbia territory down to the 46-yard line. It's not a good recipe here. So that'll be a first and 10. Clock will stop with 4.07 to go here in the first half. Columbia and Giles County are tied at 21 apiece. Doesn't really seem that way. It seems like we're just kind of trying to stay in this one, but need a turnover. Yes, that'd be huge. And Giles County will go no huddle. They tried to jump, get Columbia to jump off sides. They didn't. They'll now look to the Giles County sideline and get the play with seven on the play clock. They're in the pistol formation. Is their quarterback Turner? Here's Turner. He's going to hand it off to Randolph. There we go. And Randolph. With only a yard or two gain, we'll take it. He'll get down inside the Columbia 45 to the 44, and that'll bring up second down and eight. 
More subs are going to come in. It's Tavy Barner and uh, Josh Britton coming back in to play for the defensive line. And uh, they're going to have to be doing that throughout the rest of this quarter and throughout the second half of play. These guys are going both ways, and there's not a lot of them uh, to be switched in and out. I'm looking out there now. Sophomore, sophomore, junior, sophomore. As we got a fake, that we're going to fake and a good stop there. It's Clanton. By Clanton at the 43 as Randolph took the handoff. That kind of rhymes. Good run. And uh, got down to the 43-yard line, a gain of a yard. It's going to be third and seven. So a good job there. Two plays in a row by the Columbia defense. It is, yeah. Forced them into a, a third and long situation. That's the first one uh, we've seen from this Giles County offense pretty much for the entire first half. Now they've got to get off the field. Third down. Here's Turner. He's going to take it around the left side. There's a hold, and then they're going to throw the fl- – now they didn't throw the flag. That was some players' gloves. Bright and yellow. I mean, just a quarterback keeper out of the gun to the left side. And that's going to be a first and ten for Giles County as it looked like Barner got tackled on the play by an offensive lineman. Yeah, there was definitely a hole down there somewhere. But Giles County had some numbers to the left side. And uh, he was able to just use his patience and wait for those blocks to level out to get across the sticks. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Turner's going to be in the backfield in the shotgun by himself as Giles County has two tight ends. Here's Turner. He'll stand at the 40, ball at the 35. He looks, loads up, being pressured up the middle. He's going to take off now up the middle inside the 30 to the 29-yard line. He's going to be tackled there by number 19 for Columbia. That's KT Buchanan. And we have a timeout Giles County with 135 to go here in the opening half. Columbia and Giles County are tied at 21 apiece. We'll take a 30-second timeout and be back right after this. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. And welcome back, everybody, to the Brickyard at Sam Davis Park. It's Columbia versus Giles County, and it's been a good one so far. Columbia and Giles County tied at 21 apiece with 135 to go here in the first half. Giles County with the football, second down and about four from the Columbia 29-yard line with 135 to go. Giles County, I believe, is down, or actually, no, they're out of timeouts. That they are. Big play. Big couple of plays here for the defense. Here's Turner in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off to the right side to Randolph. Randolph's going to make everybody miss. And he is going to take it into the end zone for a 29-yard touchdown run. And that will give Giles County the lead with 1.23 to go here in the opening half. Yeah, not, not really much to say so far in this first half about the defense. They're definitely out there trying their hardest. Uh, but it's definitely a, a patchwork group of guys out there that haven't seen the field, especially together, a whole lot this season. Offense is still playing good, though. Uh, we still got a minute and 23 on the clock. A couple timeouts. They're going to have a shot to go down and get some points, maybe tie this thing up again and go to halftime. Snap, set, kick on the way. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 
123 to go here in the second quarter. Columbia trails Giles County 28-21. We'll stay here, Lewis. Thoughts so far on the first half? I mean, it's kind of been the tale of two sides of the ball so far for Columbia. We've obviously had that had that one special teams mishap with the missed extra point, but we made up for that with a two-point conversion. The offense has really been playing very well tonight. And like you said, through watching Giles County this season, uh, their offense is definitely the strength of their team. Their defense is a little less uh, less, less uh, imposing on, on, on offenses. And I think that the, uh, the scheme from Columbia tonight, the wing tee, is really working well. Three backs in the backfield for them. And it's really the misdirection is really messing with Giles County tonight. A smaller uh, group up front defensively uh, for the Bobcats. And that's really helped us so far. Definitely better than anyone could have thought. I, I, I was just about to say, with all the negativity, and here's the deal. When you have parents that are out there bashing coaches that have that have no idea, anything, they don't even know anything about football. When they're out there bashing coaches, what do you think the kids are hearing when they go home? You know what I mean? So the fact that these kids, even with all the negativity that some of them get at home or in this game, says a lot about them. It's always easy to blame somebody else. As Caden McCoy is going to get the football, he'll take it from the 10, across the 10, out across the 20, near the 26, 27-yard line. Good return. And that's where Columbia will take over first and 10. But, again, you know, it, the, the goal that everybody should want is to compete and to win. And Columbia has been a first-half team as well this year, in my opinion. Uh, they've really kind of turned it back a notch, either that or there have just not been a lot of adjustments made, or as many as the other team. Uh, and they've played pretty fairly well, considering all the circumstances, like you said, in this first half. Uh, they're just going to have to stay focused when they go into the locker room and come back out. It's going to have to be the same team. Absolutely. Here's Usselton under center, first and ten. He sends McCoy in motion, a jet sweep to him to the right side. Caden makes a man miss, gets Horse across color. the 35. To the 36-yard line. That'll be a gain of about eight on the play and a minute to go here in the first half. Columbia's going to try to go a little bit up-tempo as we're down to 55 seconds. Not going as up-tempo as I'd like them to. 50 seconds now, still in the huddle. Woody's going to line up wide to the left. Davis at wing back along with McCoy. Davis goes in motion. Hand off to Jordan. Jordan's running to the left side. Cuts go. up field, makes go. a man miss. He should have kept it towards the numbers. He, he may have had a chance to take it, but it's, it'll be enough for a first down out to the 42-yard line. Clock will stop temporarily as they move the chains. Yeah, they need to get in the huddle quick. It started again. Yeah, it'll start back. It started before the White Hat ran it, but uh, whatever. We're, we're down here. 20 That's seconds. Right. First and 10, Columbia. Hand off McCoy to the right side. Jet sweep hits the sideline across the 50. And the clock's going to stop at the 49-yard line. Why is the clock running? They should have added time back. And we got confusion. Only two seconds on the clock. They need to put more time back on the clock. Should be about 12 seconds. Not two. That's that's for sure. We will hopefully be joining 
Lee Maddox uh, with Coach Bobby Sharp at the half. Man, this guy's about to come out of his britches down there. You think they're worried about the holding, Lewis? I think they are. I think I think they think we're holding. Neither that or that's all. That's the only thing they know. Either way. I think she wants him to watch the holding. Yes. I can't tell if she's taking a jab at him or kind of sounds like it. You got to give it to her. She's passionate about it. Yes. There's a couple of really passionate people down there below us. So they're going to try to add some time back to the clock here, which seems like it's going to be a whole lot of trouble to do because I don't even know if that's right. I don't think it is. It should be like 12, 12, 13, 14 Yeah, I was thinking 12. They're going to give us five. But there's nothing else on this. It's just a blank five. So if you're Columbia here, I don't know what they're doing. I don't either. I'd just line up in the spread, throw a bomb down the field and see what happens. But Elston's going to line up under center. Davis in motion. Hand off to McCoy. And uh, I know what they were trying to do there. That wasn't a bad idea. And that's going to take us to the end of the first half. They line him up at fullback, Lewis, and tried to run trap to the right side. Nearly worked as Caden gets down to the 37-yard line of Giles County. But that will be the final play of the half. And we'll go to the locker room. Down 28-21 is Columbia over Giles County. As uh, the Bobcats take the lead over Columbia with a minute 23 to go. And we are now going to join Coach Bobby Sharp with Lewis Maddox down on the field. Coach Sharp, uh, obviously your offense was clicking here in this first half. Well, and the defense. Uh, well, well we, got, we got several people out on defense tonight. We, uh, we got a starting linebacker, starting tackle that's really killing us, them not being in there. And that's hurt on defense. But offense has played super. They've done a great job. And, uh, you know, in, in spite of the way practice has been this week with this ball break and everything, they have played just absolutely outstanding on offense. Hopefully more of that in the second half. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we can't lay an egg like we did last week. All right, Coach, good luck. Thank you. Back to you, Clayton. And thank you, Lee, and thank you, Coach. As he mentioned, uh, don't want to try to lay an egg like we did last week in the second half. Columbia trails Giles County 28-21. As we are at the half here at the Brickyard at Sam Davis Park, Giles County will receive the second half kickoff. So that Columbia defense is going to have to figure out something here at the half if we're going to try to stay in this ball game. As Columbia trails Giles County 28-21. to We'll take a quick timeout and be back here in just a few moments. You're listening to Columbia Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. 
Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram truck and Jeep headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. 
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Three claps, we're ready tonight. Three claps. Hi, I'm Gina Wolf, and my husband Tony and I are the local owner-operators of McDonald's of Murray County, and we are proud sponsors of the Murray County Game of the Week. McDonald's of Murray County wishes all of our community football teams, the Columbia Academy Bulldogs, the Columbia Central High Lions, Mount Pleasant Tigers, and the Spring Hill Raiders the very best this season. We hope to see you all at your favorite McDonald's location in southern Middle Tennessee. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. 
serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Stephen Dodson with Line to Line. Line to Line is excited for and happy to welcome Coach Bobby Sharp to Columbia Central High School football. Uh, as a graduate of Columbia Central High School and supporter, we are looking forward to uh, an exciting football season this year. Line to Line is dedicated to providing our customers with the best materials, resources, and top of line products and accessories for your athletic field and facility needs. You can reach Line to Line for any of your needs at 931 380 0023. Oh, it is great man. to be a Columbia Central Lion. Game Time Sports Fields, located in Columbia, Tennessee, appreciates the opportunity to provide quality playing surfaces for all of the athletic fields in the Murray County School System. We are very excited to have Coach Bobby Sharp leading the Columbia Central football program. I've known Bobby since he was in high school. His dedication to football is only surpassed by his love for the student-athletes. Bobby is a great mentor and has gone out of his way. Nobody will ever know how much Bobby has done for students Students, not only that play football, but in any walk of life. Game Time Sports Fields welcomes Coach Bobby Sharp to Columbia, Tennessee. Wish you the best, Coach. For the two-point conversion, Columbia wins 14-13 in Coach Bobby Sharp's first game at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. You're listening to the home of the Columbia Central Lions on WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Bodride believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. And welcome back, everybody, to Sam Davis Park here at the Brickyard. Giles County leads Columbia 28-21. to 21. And, Lewis, we got some stats here from the first half and just kind of some scoring recaps. Columbia got the ball first. They went down and scored on a 15-yard touchdown run by Caden McCoy with 6.26 to go in the first, ha- uh, first quarter. 
The Max Patton kick was good. Columbia led 7 to nothing. And then, unfortunately, 14 seconds later, X Randolph ran it, returned the kickoff 87 yards for a touchdown. The Derek Fitch extra point tied the game at 7. Columbia got the ball back. They had the punt. And uh, X Randolph uh, scored on third down on a 68-yard run with 2.22 to go in the first quarter. That gave Giles County a 14-7 lead. Then the very first play of the second quarter, Cortez Duncan ran the ball for an 11-yard touchdown, but the extra point after a high snap was no good. It made the score 14-13, Giles County. Giles County got their next possession and scored, well, two plays later as Kamari Turner uh, ran 80 yards for a touchdown to make it 21-13. Actually, I think that was only one play. Yeah, I think it was one play. Yeah, it was one play. So that extended the Giles County lead to 21-13. Columbia, though, came back, had a nice drive. Luke Usselton's quarterback sneak for a one-yard touchdown. The two-point conversion was good on a play-action pass from Luke to Jordan Davis. That tied the game at 21. And then with one minute and 23 seconds left to go in the first half, X Randolph, that's X Randolph, Ran the ball for 29 yards and scored a touchdown with 123. The extra point by Fitch was good, giving Giles County a 28-21 lead at the half. Total offense, Columbia outgains Giles County 267 to 246. That's hard to believe. uh, Yeah, the wing tee, 267. Giles County spread, 246. Number of plays, Columbia 35 plays, 7.6 yards a play. Giles County, 13 plays, 18.9 yards a play. Yeah, they've had they've had so many big chunk plays. It's hurt us. Columbia, one of two passing for 64 yards in the wing tee. Giles County in the spread, 0 for 1 passing with zero passing yards. Because, again, you take what the defense gives you, and we haven't been able to stop the run. And you'll see by this stat right here, rushing. Giles County, 246 yards on 12 carries at 20 yards a pop. Columbia, 203 yards rushing on 33 attempts, 6.2 yards a carry. Receiving Columbia again, 64 yards, one completion to Jordan Davis on a good pass from Luke Usselton. Columbia's had one punt tonight for 35 yards. Time of possession, Columbia, 16 minutes and 37 seconds. Giles County, 5 minutes and 42 seconds. Columbia has 14 first downs. Giles County has 6. Let's see, third down conversions. Columbia 1 of 6. Giles County 3 of 3. Columbia has gone for it on fourth down four times, and they've gotten it every time. They're 4 for 4. Look at that. Individually for Columbia, Luke Usselton, 1 for 2 passing, 64 yards. Caden McCoy has 14 carries for 98 yards, 7 carry, uh, seven yards a carry, and one touchdown. Jordan Davis, 8 carries, 67 yards, 8.4 yards a carry. Cortez Duncan, 8 carries, 36 yards, 4.5 yards a carry, and a touchdown. Luke Usselton, 2 carries for 3 yards and one touchdown. Been, so, been pretty good so far. Not bad. Giles County, it's been a two-man show. X Randolph, the tailback, nine carries, 153 yards. That's 17 yards a carry and two touchdowns. Their quarterback, Kamari Turner, three carries, 93 yards at an average of 31 yards 
Goodness carry gracious. and one touchdown. Yeah, the, the defense has definitely been struggling. They definitely struggled in that first half. Hopefully some uh, some adjust, adjustments have been made. Uh, here is we've got about two minutes and 30 seconds to go uh, until we start the second half of play, and uh, you can only hope it can get better on the defensive side. The offensive side, however, uh, you've got to keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully um, the Giles County defense stays at the position that they're at. We keep, uh, we keep moving the ball on them and keep putting points on the board. Uh, one stop from the defense here could really be the difference in, in the ball game. If you missed the top of the show or game, however you want to describe it, Columbia without DeAndre Mathers tonight, who's out with some food poisoning. Uh, Dravius Hall, uh, not there this week, out of town. Really missed those two on defense, Lewis. And uh, and as we mentioned, um, we had a bunch of kids who were not at practice this week. And uh, typically we take two buses on the road, and tonight we took one. Yep, and uh, that's, that's kind of what's got to happen. You just can't be uh, – you can't miss practice during the season, especially – uh, a team that's beat you the past two years and a team that's really right down the road and is a huge rival with Columbia Central. This should be a really meaningful game, and it seems like for the guys that are here it really is because uh, they're still in this one, a very talented Giles County team. They've had a full regular week of practice this week, no fall break, uh, and we've been missing some pieces. So the job that they've done, especially offensively tonight, uh, has been has been noble. Well, it, it, you know, you see a lot about these guys wanting to play college ball and stuff. Here's the deal. You got a, a football coach who's in the Hall of Fame, okay? 290-plus wins. Okay, is a college coach going to take their word or a parent's word? Because, you know, the same people that are talking about college and stuff, that their kids, you know, they mispractice. Yeah. And uh, who's a college coach going to believe? I mean, you, you're definitely going to go with Coach Sharp. There. You're going to go with the you're going to go with the the Hall of Fame guy, and uh, you know, you just got to listen to what the guys say, and you got to buy in. Yeah, you, you got to buy. And, and, and here's the deal: if you're not going to buy in, if you're gonna if you're not going to make your kid buy in, then what are you doing? What are you still doing? Playing? You know what I mean? Like, if you're not going to buy in, then don't buy in, and, and just don't waste your time anymore. But instead, you know. Um, we we continue to to have to go through some of these struggles week in week out, and it, you know again it's just part of trying to change the culture. Hey, but we've got a we've got a full one busload of them here tonight, and they seem like they've really, uh, like you said, bought in, especially here tonight uh, to playing the Bobcats and getting a win here tonight at Sam Davis Park. Uh, and I think we were talking about this during the halftime break. Uh, what do you think about going onside right here? Uh, why not? That's what I'm saying. Why, I mean, you you want me to go over their their offensive stats again? I that's would absolutely your, kick an onside kick. That's right your here. proof. That's your proof. And I think it'll I think it'd catch them off guard. Maybe they're not expecting it, especially right here to open up the half. I'd, I'd like to see him do that here. Well, we are just moments away of beginning the second half as Giles County will receive the second half kickoff. Columbia just got to try to find a stop defensively. They do. You know, I think uh, if we could just get a couple of stops, I don't, I don't think they can stop us. I mean, size-wise, I think we're, we're in pretty good shape. We are, and, and especially up front defensive line for the Bobcats has uh, always been fairly 
fairly small, and they're, they are pretty small again this year. And I think the Columbia offensive line, especially that right side with Cam Bratton and Tylen Orr, uh, has been doing a great job tonight getting pushed, opening up holes for these backs. Uh, and that's just what's going to have to keep happening. And I, I really don't think if that does happen, Giles County has a chance to stop Columbia at their best on any possession. Well, I will say this. This is definitely, and again, you know, we can talk about wing and spread and all that. Two years ago, we were down here, we were running the spread. We were getting our tails kicked at this point in the ball game. It was a bad day ago. for me. It, yeah, yeah, it was. I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but last time you were here, you got ejected. We'll, we'll just we'll go ahead and we'll get address that the elephant in the room. Yeah, you got ejected. I was with your dad, which was a classic moment in broadcast history. Being with a guy doing a play-by-play, and unfortunately, his kid gets kicked out of the game. It was worth it. That was just uh, it's a unreal moment. It was worth it, definitely. But again, what you given the, the situation halftime uh, score? Uh, that's a, a that's a big region game between Page and Nolensville. Currently at the half, Page leads Nolensville fourteen to seven. And a big thanks to Chris Yao, who's giving us uh, an update and doing the stats for us tonight. So here Finally we go. Ready. Here we go. Dane Holly is going to kick it off from the forty. Going left to right on your radio dial, Columbia in their white jerseys, purple pants, white uh, purple numbers, purple helmet, chrome uh, line head on each side with the stripe down the middle. Giles County in their black jerseys, black helmet, and white pants. So here we go. Does he put it in the end zone? Does he onside so. it? What, what do we do? Here's Dane Holly. He's going to go up to the tee, and he's going to boot it away. It's going to be an end over end or a side winder down into the end zone for a touchback. And Giles County will start their opening possession of the second half at the 20. One hop to the back fence right there from Dane Holly. I mean, if, if you're not going to go onside right there, you definitely don't want to give it to Tyreek Brown or Randolph back there receiving the kickoffs because they've already shown that they can take it back to the house uh, on the first one we gave to them. And since that point, Dane Holly hadn't let one uh, return come out of the end zone. That's a, that's a very good thing. Still wish we could have seen an onside kick there, but we'll take what we can get. I'm only seeing one linebacker right now. No, Malik Smith's going to move to linebacker. So he they're going to try something. They're in the I formation is Giles County. The ball's at the 20. Here's a quarterback handoff at the middle. Britton's going to get his arms around him and get him down at the 31, but that'll still be a gain of 11 by Randolph. As uh, Columbia, actually, no, that was the fullback, number 42, Cheese Gordon. Gordon gets, yeah, it's, it's right there. It says Cheese. Cheese Gordon gets 11. Wow. And that'll be a first and ten. Here's the Bobcats in the pistol. One receiver to the right, one to the left. Uh, up back to the right of the formation. As Turner's going to get the call from the sideline. Here's Turner. Hands it off Randolph. Right side across the 35, across the 40. He's going to roll right over the safety. And he'll trip over his own feet. And he'll finally stop himself at the 45-yard line of Columbia, and that'll be a first and 10 Giles County. If he hadn't tripped on his own feet right there, we're talking about another Randolph touchdown. It was only Terry Sharp out there. It was, he, was the, he was the last defender remaining, and there was a guy on him as well that had a good lockup, uh, and, and Randolph chose outside and just tripped over himself. Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis is going to check in at safety. First time I've seen Jordan out there all night on defense. Caleb Clanton's going to check back in the ball game for Columbia. Turner's going to get the play from the sideline. The ball at the Columbia 45, first and 10. Ball 
is going to be snapped to Turner. He's going to run around the left side, and he's going to get stopped there by Smith, who does a good job of containing Turner. That'll be a gain of five. And, yeah, I mean, I know that's five yards, but it's better than 11. It's better than uh, a house call as well. You, you're, you're really sitting on the edge of your seat on every single play that Giles County runs because you really don't know if the Columbia defense is going to stop them at all at this point. But uh, I think moving Malik Smith to linebacker is, is going going better than they get better than the first half. There yeah, another Malik's going to make another tackle, but it's going to be seven yards downfield. And that'll be a first and ten Bobcats at the Columbia 32. It's not a lot of push up front from Columbia. Zero. You got Clanton, Smith, and Smith, Autry and Malik. Autry's going to play outside. Malik's going to play inside. Next to Clanton. Here's Turner in the gun. Handoff Randolph. Good play. Smith And a good time. job off the edge by Malik. And that may be the best defensive player of the ni- play of the night. And now we got stoppage. Do we have a flag? We do. We Looks have like- a flag on the play. And we got a illegal formation against Giles County. That'll back it up. I almost declined the penalty. Me too. I mean, you set them up with a first and 15 now, another another reset down, uh, and you could have had them at second and 10, which is really the, the best defensive play of the night for the Lions. It was a no-gain run. It was a good job there by Malik, but they're going to accept the penalty. It's going to be first down and 15 at the 38. Yeah, Malik read that one perfectly. He crept up to right outside Josh Britton at the right defensive end and snuck into the backfield. Check that. It's going to be at the 37. Here's Turner. He's going to fake the handoff, keep it himself, and Jordan Davis will come up and make a stop. Another good tackle. Another good tackle after a gain of three, and that'll bring up second down and about 11 from the 34-yard line. It's the best couple of plays we've seen so far. Second and long for the Bobcats. They're just content to running the football, and why not? Nine minutes to go here in the third quarter. They lead Columbia 28-21. As they're going to make a big substitution here with trips to the right, three receivers, one to the left. Here's Turner in the pistol. I'm going to cut our outside mic back on to give us a little noise. Haven't heard that guy in a while. Maybe we're safe. Here's Turner running speed option to the left. He's going to pitch it out here to Randolph. Randolph's going to get inside the 25, and he'll step out of bounds at the 23. Right there close to another first down. It's going to be third down and one for the Bobcats. It's going to be probably two down territory for, for Giles County. Uh, if maybe 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 we can get a play in the backfield here and force a fourth and four and then get a stop, that would be really big. So they're going to line up here in a bunch set, one receiver on each side of the formation. In the pistol is Turner. He's going to hand it off Randolph. He's going to get the first down. The ball close. comes out. Oh, did it. The ball comes out. Who's got it? Giles County. Giles County has it, and it'll be a first down. Ball was recovered by offensive lineman Smoke Smith. Number 54. Some names on this team. We got Smoke Smith. We got Hillbilly Hill, number 60. Cornbread Birdsong, number 78. Cheese, and Cheese Gordon. Gordon, number 42. Interesting. Here's Turner. Kamari Turner, the quarterback for Giles County. First and 10 at the Columbia 21. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. His tailback, Randolph, is behind him in the pistol. 
Now he'll move up to the left side of the quarterback, Turner. Turner's going to fake it, play action, being pressured. Yes. Yes. In the backfield by Malik Smith at the 31-yard line. A huge loss of 10 on the play, and that'll bring up a big second down or a long second down for the Bobcats. Yeah, it was Smith and Smith in pursuit, both in the backfield running after Turner, and he almost put a move on both of them. He tried a spin move. Uh, but kind of canceled it and then went down. That's a great play for the Columbia defense. So a loss of 10 is going to bring up second down and 20. And the question that one must ask, why would you throw the ball? Why? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You're burning clock and you're getting, you're gaining at least 10 yards of play on the ground uh, with Turner and Randolph. Empty set for Turner. He's going to throw it again. He's going to play action. He's going to He's going to load up. Now he's going to take off to the left. And he's going to go, go down at the 26-yard line after a gain of five. And that will bring up third down and 15 for the Bobcats. And Columbia's got something cooking. Yeah, it was a danger field going down the sideline. And he did not have a chance to uh, make a play on it. It was Keon Barner in coverage. And he kind of tripped him up and sent him out of bounds. It looked like incidental contact. But Turner had nowhere to go. That was the only receiver on that side of the field. And uh, he does a good job of getting a few back but still sets up a third and 16. 6-15 and counting to go. Third and 15 for Giles County with, Huge eight, with eight on the play clock. And this clock's going to run down, and I think the Bobcats are going to take a timeout, and they will, with 6-0-1 to go here in the third quarter. Giles County leads Columbia 28-21, but a big third and long coming up for the Bobcats. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Brickyard in Pulaski. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox. Columbia trails Giles County 28-21, and Giles County has a third down and 16 from the Columbia 27-yard line. If there's, a, if there's an opportunity for young guys to prove themselves, it is right now. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Kamari Turner in the shotgun. He's going to move his tailback out to the right side. And now we got whistles and flags, and we got an offsides against Giles County. So they crossed into the neutral zone. Wow. Back him up five. You don't see that called often. Maybe lined up off or something. Might have been one of those receivers to the outside, but uh, that helps. Yeah, regardless, moving back five, and it's third down and 21 for the Bobcats at Columbia's 32-yard line. That's huge. So got to get off the field. They're going to have two receivers wide to the right and two receivers to the left. The ball's on the left hash. Turner in the backfield next to the tailback Randolph. You can't give up enough to where they're going to go for it on fourth down either. And now we got more whistles and timeout a timeout Columbia. Columbia. And that'll be their first charge, time, uh, charge timeout of the second half. So we'll take a quick break and come back right after this. 
If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. And welcome back, everybody, as we are about to have a third down and 21 for Giles County. The ball is at the Columbia 32-yard line. They lead the Lions 28-21 to here with 5.57 to go in the third. Everybody should be very, very rested. It's been a minute since we've run a play here, uh, but a, a third and 21 with 5.57 to go in the third quarter. You're down by a score. Uh, this is when your team needs you more than ever. So Got to get off the field right here if you're on defense. Gilbert's going to come in at, at defensive end as Malik Smith has been moved back to linebacker. Jordan Davis now in at safety along with Roland Manning. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Here's Turner, the quarterback in the gun. He'll get the snap. He's dropping. He's looking. He's going to load up. Does it deep and over the head of the intended receiver, number seven, Tyreek Brown. So lucky. As it hit his fingertips and went over – and out of the end zone, and that'll bring up fourth and long, and they may go for it. They're kind of in no man's land. They're just outside of field goal range, and they're too close to punt. I mean, uh, why not? If I'm the head coach, I'm going for it in this situation for sure. And Now they're going to try the field goal. Now they're going to do it, yeah. And here's the thing, and this is one of the terrible rules about high school football. If he misses this field goal from the 39, because this will be a 49-yard attempt, if he misses this, the ball is going to be moved back to the 20. What? Yeah. So here's wow. the kicker. Derek Finch, the snap, set, kick on the way. Not it's, even close. It's no good. Wide left and a big stop That's ridiculous. for the Columbia defense. And the ball will be spotted at the 20. I don't like that at all. It's definitely, though, I don't want to take away from that stop. An outstanding uh, stop from Columbia that time. Uh, you know, on that pass to the end zone to Brown, he had, a, uh, he had a step and double coverage on Keon Barner and Roland Manning, who was coming over from his safety spot. Uh, but he really just dropped that ball, a great ball from Turner, put it right on him in the corner of the end zone, and we're really lucky that he didn't come down with that one because he really should have. Well, if Giles County is going to critique themselves, they're going to ask themselves when they watch film, why in the world did we throw the ball and take a sack on yeah. first down? Two plays in a row. We'll take it, though, as Columbia will get it to start first and 10 at their 20. I can't get the chain set up over there. A difficult process. 5.43 to go in the third quarter. Columbia trails 28-21. They have the ball at their own 20 after the 49-yard field goal attempt by the Bobcats was no good. Ball will be in the middle of the field. Here's Usselton under center. He's going to send McCoy in motion to the left. They're going to give it to him. He's going to stop and try to cut back to the right, but he's going to get stopped by number seven, Tyreek Brown, after a gain of nothing. Nothing. It'll be second and ten. Yeah, it looked like that one was trying to get out to the right side, uh, uh, kind of a corner stretch play to Cade McCoy once again. Uh, But he got met with somebody coming up the field, cut it back inside, and at that point the play was already over. Jordan Davis will check out. Autry Smith will check in. Lines will break the huddle with 10 on the play clock. 
Got to hurry. Woody's going to line up wide to the left. Usselton under center with four on the play clock. Man in motion, Smith. Handoff backside to McCoy. McCoy's going to try to get outside, but he can't. Lost a yard. He'll lose a yard on the play. As T-ball Ballantine makes the tackle for the Cougars. Or the Bobcats, excuse me. Same thing. <sighs> third and long. It's going to yeah. be third and 11 from the 19-yard line. wonder what it will run here. Jordan Davis still out of the ball game. And just from looking across the way, they're checking out something, maybe his shoulder. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Usselton in the gun. He'll get the snap. He'll step up in the pocket, and he's going to get the ball. He's going to lose the football, and Giles County will take over first and 10 at the 20. We saw it last week, Lewis. We get in the gun, and we fumble the football. Yeah, he's just holding it. He's just holding it in one hand down to his side that time. Still kind of had it in a in a throwing motion, and somebody came up right behind him and just smacked it uh, from the backside. And that sets up uh, the defense and uh, pretty much the worst spot we can put him in right now. After a good stop and uh, a really long opening drive in the second half from the Bobcats, they just get it right back. Kind of getting into that situation like we saw last week giving them a short field. They're actually going to spot it at the 21. Here's Turner in the gun, three receivers to the right. Turner's going to keep it himself, go to the left, and he's going to break tackle, stay on his feet. He's inside the 10, he's inside the 5, and he will spin down and out of bounds at the 2. No good. So it'll be first and goal for the Bobcats at the 2. Jordan Davis coming back in. That's now, a good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign. Evan Miller will check out. Here's Turner. Turnover would be huge. High formation. Randolph in the backfield. Behind the fullback. Quarterback sneak by Turner. He Got will it. go straight up the middle and into the end zone for a touchdown. And Giles County extends their lead to 34-21. to yeah, and it's uh, the story of that push once again, and everybody on the Columbia side. There's two players down. T.B. Barner and Malik Smith is also holding his knee as well. And uh, just an unbelievable push from Giles County. And uh, he kind of just, Turner just kind of walked into the end zone behind his whole offensive line. Didn't really fall down until he crossed the line either. Whole lot of push. So Derek Finch will come in to attempt the extra point to try to make this a 14-point game. And we got a flag and an offsides against Columbia. Interesting. He's got a... Giles County lines up in that swinging gate formation. Tough. And now, because of the penalty, the offense is going to come back out on the field for Giles County. That they are. And the, the guys on our side are just so Colum- don't look like they're going to be ready for it. Columbia gets a big stop on the opening drive of the second half, their defense against Giles County. And then they go into the spread like the fans won't and unfortunately just fumble the football. And now we got more whistles and more flags. 
That helps. And let's have a – yeah, it's going to be a false start against the Bobcats. And now what does Coach O'Connor do? Is he going to say kicking team's going back out onto the field? There it is. And Tavy Barner back out onto the field. <laughs> it's the longest extra point of all time. Columbia had a third and 11. They had trips to the left, one receiver to the right. Osselton just got flushed up in the pocket, and ball came out. And two plays later, Giles County makes some pay. Is now Finch will come back out for the extra point. Here's the snap, the set, the kick is low, and it hits no, the upright. It's no good. There you go. So after a crazy series of events with penalties on the extra point, the extra point is no good. And with 3.46 to go here in the third quarter, Giles County extends their lead over Columbia. They lead 34-21. We'll be back right after this. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. And welcome back, everybody, to the Brickyard at Sam Davis Park. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox. Columbia Trails, Giles County, 34-21. to And Columbia looking to get the football for the second time here in the second half. 3.46 to go in the third. Yep, this is going to be a really important offensive drive from Columbia this time. They've got to start moving it like they did in the first half of play. Then you got to get a stop. Yeah, you got to score, get a stop. Here's Derek Finch. He'll kick off for the Bobcats, and that's going to be a high end-over-end kick that Cade McCoy is going to field from the goal line. Here's Caden across the 10, cuts up field across the 20, and out to the 22-yard line, and that's where Columbia will take over first and 10. You get back in the wing here, run what we know, like it was working. Uh, you know, you, hit, you said 267 yards of total offense and uh, minus the 164-yard pass, it was all on the ground in the wing tee. Well, and uh, we're going to have to start feeding it to Caden McCoy and Cortez. Those and, two have and, been and, the and real workhorses tonight. And Jordan, you know, and not having him on that last series on second and third down was big. It was. Columbia will break the huddle. Usselton in at quarterback. He'll be under center. Woody will line up at split in. Gilbert along with Davis and McCoy in the backfield. Here's Davis in motion to the left. The toss out to Jordan. Jordan's going to get it. He'll cut up field. He's out across the 25, near the 30. He'll Still keep pushing. his feet moving. He'll have the first down. That'll be a fast stop. Markets first and 10. Columbia at the, at their own 31-yard line. That was an excellent play right there, minus the, the start of it. It seemed like Jordan Davis kind of got a little wide out to the left side. It was kind of almost like a pass, a shuttle pass from Luke Usselton to get it out there to him. And, uh, yeah, definitely a dangerous pitch, and he, he makes the most of it. Takes a little hop, comes back inside, and picks up a first down on the first play of his drive. Great play for Columbia. No break the huddle with 15 on the play clock. You got Chris Cathy in the backfield in relief for Gilbert. Here's a toss to the right to McCoy. McCoy breaks through the crowd of defenders and gets out to the 33. Be a gain of about two on the play. Yeah, it's pretty much the same play to the opposite side, giving it to McCoy this time. 
Uh, it seemed like they sniffed that one out a little better. Gilbert's going to come back in and replace Kathy, Kathy at fullback. Cortez has also been in uh, the past couple of possessions playing defensive end. So you know he's got to be a little winded himself. 2.25 to go in the third quarter. Giles County leads Columbia 34-21. Columbia with the football, second down from their own 32. Here's Davis in motion to the left. They're going to hand it off Gilbert up the middle. Nowhere to go. Gets out near the 35-yard line, a gain of about two. And that'll still be a third down and about seven for yeah. Columbia. They're going to have to get to the Giles County 43-yard line for a first down. This is, this is going to be a big play here. I don't know if you're uh, going to, you know, you'd have to get up to about the 41. Uh, you got to get to the 42 for a first down to go for it on fourth. But, uh, you know, I'd rather him just pick up off seven right here and reset the down. They break the huddle with 14 on the play clock. Usselton will go under center with McCoy and Davis in the backfield. Davis in motion to toss out to him to the left side. Jordan's going to get nowhere. In fact, he's going to lose a yard. And that'll bring up fourth down. As the official's going to have a conversation with Talon Ors, he's going off the field. He just put somebody in the dirt. And Dane, Dane Holly and the punting unit for Columbia will come out onto the field. Not what you wanted out of that possession, for sure. Good punt could help out here, though. So Holly's back, standing it around his own 22. Here's the snap by Huckabee. It's a good one. Holly's going to get it away. It's going to be an end-over-end kick that's going to hit at the 31, take a Giles County bounce to the 34, and that's where they'll take over first and 10. Starting to get into dire time. About 45 seconds to go in this third quarter of play. Uh, a stop here by the Columbia defense would still show some life, but that's going to have to happen. If, if there's another quick touchdown here, uh, you're getting into some territory where it might be a little too hard to come back from. Don't want that to happen. Defense no. needs to stop. First and 10 for the Bobcats. Ball at their own 34-yard line. Their quarterback, number 18, Kamari Turner in the shotgun. He's in an empty set with three receivers to the right, two to the left. Turner's going to keep it himself. Quarterback draw up the middle across the 40, across 45, 50, down into the Columbia Territory, and he'll give Roland Manning a ride out of bounds at the 45-yard line, and that'll be a first and 10 for the Bobcats in line territory. It just seems like he's jogging. He, he was. Here come the Bobcats. They're going to stay in the same formation. Three receivers to the left, one, and here's Turner again. He'll tippy-toe up to the line, and Tabby Barner is going to grab him by the jersey and wait for some teammates football to come in. The football did come out, but the guy in front of the bench of Giles County is going to say that he was down before the fumble. It'll still be a gain of five on the play. It'll bring up second down and five for the Bobcats at the Columbia 40-yard line. Still, Lewis, at least it's I mean, not another first down. Our defensive line is just not – they're not moving anybody. Well, I mean, with the, with the losses we've had and now moving Smith back to linebacker, there's really nobody that's establishing themselves uh, down low. Tristan Harden's getting held, but he's really the only anchor of the defensive line right now, and he's not really getting any penetration either. That's going to be the final play of the third quarter. Your score, Giles County 34, Columbia 21. We'll head to the fourth quarter and be back right after this. 
Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Three claps, we're ready tonight. Three claps. Hi, I'm Gina Wolf, and my husband Tony and I are the local owner-operators of McDonald's of Murray County, and we are proud sponsors of the Murray County Game of the Week. McDonald's of Murray County wishes all of our community football teams, the Columbia Academy Bulldogs, the Columbia Central High Lions, Mount Pleasant Tigers, and the Spring Hill Raiders the very best this season. We hope to see you all at your favorite McDonald's location in southern Middle Tennessee. And welcome back, everybody, as we're about to begin fourth quarter action. Giles County leads Columbia 34-21. It'll be second down and five for the Bobcats at the Columbia 40-yard line. Giles County moving left to right on your radio dial. Columbia's needed a stop all night, and they need it again right here. Here's Kamari Turner in the I formation under center. He's going to play action. He's going to drop. He's dropping. He's been pressured, and he's going to get through the arm tackle. He was past the line of scrimmage. He was past the line of scrimmage. He'll yes. throw it over the head of the intended receiver, and that will be a penalty for an illegal forward pass and a loss of down. So that will make it third down, and after the penalty, about nine or ten. Yeah, that helps out a, a lot. And he, he, we should have had him in the backfield while he was trying to throw it. And Roland Manning uh, got back there, and he was cut off by Tavy Barner, who was almost there as well, and he got away from both of them. Well, they're, they're saying it's only going to be a five-yard penalty, so that'll be a five-yard penalty from the spot. I thought it was a ten-yard penalty, but I've been wrong before. But so what do we know? Third down and eight. Giles County, ball at the Columbia 43. Here's Turner in the gun. It's quarterback keeper to the right. And Turner is going to break the tackle and go 43 yards untouched other than an arm for the touchdown. Obvious holding right there at the point of him breaking away. Uh, And that's happened a couple times tonight. I've Try to stay away from talking about that, but it was it was obvious that time, and it's just kind of ridiculous. Giles County extends the lead over Columbia, 40 to 21. Columbia's defense with no answers here in the second half, and now the fake two-point conversion. You got it because it's so important to get up by 21 here, and it is good. It was the same play that we saw Marshall County run early in the first game of the season where the swinging gate was lined up to the left of the ball. The center picks the ball up and tosses it to the guy behind the line and he just runs into the crowd of big fellas into the end zone for the two and that makes the lead for Giles County 42-21 to with 11.39 to go here in the fourth quarter and Lewis uh, That's a backbreaker right there. It is. Most definitely. You gotta give Columbia credit. They've been shorthanded all night. They and came all week. down all week. That's 16 out on Tuesday. They gave the guys off on Monday, and then 16 didn't show up on Tuesday, along with 
several more Wednesday and Thursday. So. I mean, with, with, with this amount of people that, we, that we're seeing on the sideline right now, I mean, I just don't know how you can have a successful day of practice on any of those days this past week with that number of people. I mean, you just don't have enough people to, to go team, have a scout, uh, a good scout at that, or anything. Well, it's hard, you know, again, it, uh, keep harping on this, but when, when you're not bought in, and I'm not just talking about the players, I'm talking about the fans, I'm talking about the parents. Um, Everybody. When, when you just display so much negativity, I don't know what kind of lesson you're trying to teach your kid other than just to complain. You know, if you don't like it, complain. Personal accountability. Here's the kickoff end over end, and that's going to be a touchback into the end zone, and Columbia will take over first and 10 at the 20. Still 11.39 to go here in this fourth quarter. A couple of, a couple of uh, big plays in Columbia's direction and maybe some breaks on the defensive side as we keep going through this one. Maybe they've still got a chance at this, at this, uh, at this win, but it is definitely going to be tough. Columbia's first possession of the second half ended in a fumble after Columbia was in the shotgun trying to pass the ball. Their second possession ended with a punt, and now their third possession of the second half will begin with 11.39 to go here in the fourth. Here is Usselton, a handoff around the right end to McCoy, and just nothing there. It'll be a loss of a yard on the play. Plays worked a lot tonight, uh, especially in the first half. But when it does work, there's people out there sealing the inside off and giving Caden McCoy the edge on the outside sideline. That time it didn't happen. They're going to say he lost a yard. They're going to move it back to the 19. It's going to be second down and 11. Thought he lost more than a yard. 11.05 and counting to go here in the fourth quarter. McCoy seems like he may have something going on with him. Usselton under center. He's going to hand it off up the middle to Gilbert. Gilbert's going to sidestep a man and get back near the 23-yard line. That'll be a gain of about four, and that'll bring up another third and long for Columbia, third and about seven. Big play. I mean, if you you don't get close here, you – Probably be a bad idea to go for it, even though considering the time left, you might really have to at this point. But, yeah, third and seven, you're on your own 23 and uh, haven't been moving the ball here in the second half. Woody's all by himself. Woody lined up wide to the left. Here's Usselton under center. He's going to fake it, play action, throw it across the middle, and that ball's going to be – it's going to hit Caden McCoy in the hands. He's going to fall. It's going to get tipped up, and it's going to be intercepted. It's intercepted by number 23, Trayvon Dangerfield, and Trayvon's going to take it down inside the Columbia 20-yard line for a first down. It was a good play. It was a play action. Caden McCoy was wide open in the middle of the field. It hit him in the hands. Caden lost his feet. The ball went straight up in the air, and Dangerfield picks it off and returns it back to the 16-yard line, and that's where Giles County will take over first and 10 with 9.51 to go in the ballgame, and they have a 42-21 lead. 
Not good. Giles County has outscored Columbia 14-zip here in the second half. They led 28-21 at the break. Here's handoff to Randolph. Up the middle. Near the 15. And that's where, no, near the 10. That'll be a gain of five on the play. That'll bring up second down. Yeah, on that, on that pass, Caden McCoy, he was kind of turning around trying to make that grab uh, right about the 50-yard line of Giles County. Tried to catch it twice and just popped it up. Handoff to Randolph. Going nowhere this time as Caleb Clanton's going to grab him around the ankles. He'll gain a half a yard on the play, and it'll be third and four. Clanton's been a bright spot on this defense tonight, in my opinion. Yeah, he's played, he's played well. well. He's played well. So third and four, or three and a half. Here's Turner in the I formation. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Randolph in the backfield behind his fullback, Gordon. That's Cheese Gordon Cheese for those Gordon. keeping count. Here's handoff Randolph. He makes a man miss, gets inside the five to the four, and that'll be a first and goal for the Bobcats. <laughs> Gaping hole. 8.50 in counting. Giles County leads 42-21. Knocking on the door again. Cam Bratton is in there playing defense as well. He just comes off. Uh, Zach Cole replaces him on the defensive line. It looks like Cam's limping as well. Something to watch there. And just looking over across the way, we have guys sitting on the bench. we got a group down here at the uh, other 30. First and 10, here's a handoff to Gordon, and Cheese is going to get into the end zone for a touchdown, Bobcats. Cheese Gordon, the fullback for Giles County, just takes the handoff, and he'll go into the end zone to extend the Giles County lead to 48-21. to And let's see if the Bobcats will fake this extra point. Wouldn't be surprised. In 2016, Columbia came down here, and I believe they gave up 70 points. I'll have to go back and look. It wasn't good. Starting to have those feelings again. Here's the snap set. Kick on the way is up and good. So, with 8.18 to go here in the fourth quarter, Giles County adds to their lead over Columbia. They now lead 49-21. to We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. You're listening to the home of the Columbia Central Lions on WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back, everybody, to the Brickyard at Sam Davis Park. And we want to thank our friend Chris Yao, who's up here with us. We did. We gave up 70 points in 2016. That was the opening game of the season here uh, for that year for Columbia, who went on to go 0-10 on the year so. Everybody out there freaking out about our 2-5 and five start, no need to fear. It has been worse as Columbia went 0-10 in 2016 and gave up 70 down here on the road. Tonight, Giles County has 49 to Columbia's 21. Here's the end-over-end kick by Fitch, and it's going to go out Good of the ball. end zone 
for a touchback, and Columbia will take over first and 10 at the 20-yard line. This will be the fourth possession of the second half for the Lions. And Columbia was a, a different team after that uh, 2016 season, so uh, still some hope. Yeah. Yep. Again, year ones. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they are not. That's what makes, but, again, I go back, that's what makes last year's team so incredible. Which, you know, number one, it's hard to replace guys like you and Harvey and Lincoln and Whaley and Brooks and, and Brooks. And height, but you had a coach come in 39 days before the season started, change the offense and the defense as we get away with a false start. There's the handoff to McCoy goes to the right, and even with the false start, it doesn't help. He'll lose the yard on the play. But you guys took a new offense and a new defense 39 days for the opening kickoff, and I mean completely different offenses and completely different defenses. And you guys accomplished more last year than any team Columbia's had over the past decade has accomplished. You went 7-5. and five. You were in every ball game. And, uh, you know, it hadn't happened this a, year. a home playoff game, a home playoff game win is the handoff to Gilbert. He's going to break go. a tackle. Here we go. Cortez across the 40, across the 50. He's running away from people. He's at the Giles County 20. He's at the 10. And the sophomore, Cortez go. Gilbert, will score. How about that? 82 yards. For the big fella. What a play. Wow. Showed off the speed right there. And I I don't think a lot of the ones are still in for Giles County. I could be wrong. It does actually kind of look like there are, but that was a great run regardless from Cortez. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they still got through. They got Tyreek Brown. He's still out there. I think I saw one one substitute in there. Trayvon Dangerfield still in the game. So, yeah. What a run. Columbia, big run there. Makes it 49-27. The problem is, is we've got to get a stop after that to, to for that to mean you got kicking on tack. You got kicking on tack. Kick. Here's oh, yeah. the snap. Set. Kick by Patton. Is good. Seven twenty six to go in the ball game. Makes it hurt a little less. That's yeah, for sure. yeah. Good analogy there, Lewis. I, uh, very good. It does hurt a little less uh, as Columbia cuts it to a twenty one point game, and we'll take a timeout. Columbia. Looking for an onside kick as we come back. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Game of the Week on 101.7 WKOM and 1340 and 103.7 WKRM. Looking for a physician? Choosing a health care provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Welcome back, everybody. Fourth quarter action here down in Pulaski. Giles County leads Columbia 49-28. It was 28-21 at the half. Giles County came out, scored 21 unanswered in Columbia after an 82-yard run by Cortez Gilbert. That makes it 49-28. Cortez is is such a powerful runner, and that's kind of what he's labeled as. He's a bigger guy. And he slimmed down this season going both ways. Uh, but uh, what I know him as is the chubby freshman. But now he's he's turned into a, a quicker kind of guy. And he's always had the power 
uh, playing scout team last year against the defense. Uh, but now he, he just showed me some speed I've never seen from him before, and that was – that was that was really that was, something that to was watch. beautiful. I'd like to see him play linebacker a little bit with that kind of speed. As uh, Dane's going to kick a squib kick. Oh boy! To Brown. Oh boy! Here's Brown. He's going to get near the forty. And Terry Sharp. Oh my goodness! Is going to get a personal foul called against him. Um, don't know exactly what that was that we saw there. At Wasn't the, really looking at it. I mean, exactly. I, I don't know if he ripped the guy's towel out or he pulled his shoulder. Oh, did he punch him? He threw a punch. Well, let's see. We got a uh, we got a personal foul against uh, Terry, and so the return was out to the thirty-nine. So add fifteen. It's gonna put it. It's gonna put. Territory. It's gonna put the ball at the Columbia forty-six. So pretty much if they had recovered the onside kick. Yeah, I I, 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 I still can't believe we didn't kick one. Yeah, unless unless Dane doesn't know doesn't know how to place an onside kick that well yet, since I, he's I, a new guy, but I would just I would tell you, hey, Dane, find somebody across the line and just kick it right at him as hard as you can. Yeah. Someone you looks like that looks like they could not handle uh, a quick ball like that. Seven twelve to go here in the ball game. Here's the handoff to Randolph. He's inside the forty-five to the forty-three. Flag and a flag will come in from Multiple. the white hat behind the play. One from the secondary as well. And we'll see what this is all about. Clock will stop. Seven oh four to go. So here we go. We got a face mask against Columbia. That's 15. And that's the only one. That'll be be a first down for the Bobcats at the Columbia 31. Wow. Or actually, no, they're going to say the Columbia 28. So that's got to be coming from the white hat. Where is the – why was the flag thrown from the secondary? I'm not sure, as the Giles County faithful are letting the Lions know what they can and cannot do. Here's the quarterback rolling out to the right and a completion by Kamari Turner. And now we got another flag. Smith is. Now we have a fight. We have a fight on the sideline. Uh, Both benches are clearing. Uh, Well, all the guys on the Columbia field are coming out on the bench. Uh, We got flags flying everywhere. Uh, we have a Columbia uh, – we have Autry Smith missing his helmet. That's who was kind of in there first, I believe. And uh, – Cheerleaders involved. It was in that vicinity. I think uh, uh, if Jordan Davis wasn't on the field, he came onto the field. And if he came onto the field, that's an ejection. And now both teams are getting sent to their respective sides as a fight breaks out on the Giles County sideline. Terrible place to start a fight. We had flags all over the field. I'm looking down here in the huddle with binoculars. They think it's funny. And now they're talking about it. Wouldn't be surprised to see some ejections yeah, here. Yeah, I think we at least have one that we know that's going to be tossed. 
Definitely got a little testy. And it, and it hadn't been so throughout the entire duration of the game. I thought it's been pretty uh, sportsmanlike and uh, really kind of unlike Giles County, but maybe there's been some stuff going on that we haven't been able to see. Don't get me wrong. I love the aggression. You just Bad time. can't get tossed. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes, for My sure. My gosh. There's something about this place, I guess. This Whitehead's writing a book. I'm afraid to know how many guys he's writing down. Because that's going to that's gonna roll over in the next week as well against Lincoln County. Oh, my gosh. And uh, we don't have enough people for people to be getting tossed and suspended for a game. Because when you get tossed, you're probably going to get suspended for another game. We said at the top of the show, we, brought, we only brought one bus this week. We may end up in a passenger van. van next week. <laughs> Church van. All right, so I think we may have offsetting penalties, but then they're going to have an ejection, Columbia. As the the White Hat and two other, three other officials are talking to Coach O'Connor. Lewis, take it over. I'm going to go find out who's been ejected. Yeah, go uh, ahead. And I... Lee Maddox is in here with us. Or actually, if we go down and see Coach Moore, He'll let us know as Chris Yow's going to. This is definitely going to be interesting. I yeah. know uh, I know Giles County can get a little uh, dirty. Here we go. An eligible man downfield okay. against Giles County. Dead ball, personal foul against Columbia. Dead ball, personal foul against Giles County. Dead ball, personal foul against Columbia. Dead ball, personal foul against Giles County. They all offset. He did not give any ejection sign. And they're calling the ball game. No way. They are calling the ball game with 6.58 to go. They're going to end score it. game. They're just going to end it. Are you serious? They're walking off the field. This is bizarre. Are you kidding me? So both teams will go to their locker room, and that's going to end the ball game. Wow. So they don't even eject anybody because it really wasn't that serious. I'm really confused on why that happened other than those guys just trying to get home early. How ridiculous. In a Wow. I mean, I'm speechless, Clayton. And I'm now speechless. not everybody has decided to leave. As Terry Sharp is, uh, he's got some words he wants to say. Uh, Giles County, they have not exited the field yet. And uh, this is just bizarre. Never seen anything like it. I mean, a shoving match on the sideline that was broken up in 10 seconds. Nobody's bench cleared. Columbia State on the sideline. You know, there were some fights while I was playing, especially my freshman year. We played Shelbyville, and both benches cleared. They didn't even call that game. I don't understand. I'm, te- I'm tempted to take the microphone down and interview the officials and try to get an explanation. Well, they're gone. They left the facility. Well, no, no, they're, they're down there in that building. Well, this is, uh, this is wild. Uh, now, we do have a Columbia coach with a flag in their right hand. 
He's had that. It's just a towel. It's a towel. Okay, it's a towel. He's had it all night. Well, that's that's encouraging. Um, Folks, I've never seen it. Never seen a game called with uh, seven minutes to go in the ball game. But um, I have tonight. And uh, this is going to be something that is going to get talked about for a while. Big time. It doesn't make any sense. Big time talked about for a while. Wow. Wow. That's about all you can say is wow. I mean, because I don't know. Well, Columbia is going to lose in a game that was shortened by the officials after a fight broke out on the Giles County sideline between uh, a Columbia line and a Bobcat. And the officials got together and said, you know what, we're just going to end this thing. And uh, they do with six minutes and 58 seconds to go in the ballgame. And the final score is going to be Giles County 49, Columbia 28. That's soft. Uh, we're going to go down to the field uh, and try to figure out what in the world is going on. And uh, uh, tune in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour on Monday with Drake Cawley and myself. And uh, we will try to figure out what in the world just happened. And we just had a co- – did, did, we all were down there close to the sideline – so, so what do we, do we know what the deal was? Anything? So, uh, a lot of chirping do, throughout the game. You know, there are two teams, border counties, and everything else. But hey, there's a first for everything, and that's the first time I've ever seen this. And uh, good seeing you guys. And uh, we're just going to try to get out of here, Lewis, in one piece, wearing purple. Yeah, we we might have to run. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I he mean, just said, right? Yeah. Beat Lincoln County. For, forget this. It's always a terrible, terrible trip. A, 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 you know, a fall break game uh, is always a bad week, it seems like, when you have to play. Uh, and it seems like all those guys check out. They played really good in the first half. Uh, obviously, a lot of chirping going on down there with Giles County, and it's always bad, uh, seemingly, for the past few years when we come down here. Um, a lot of bad blood. Let's forget about it and let's let's end this broadcast and let's go back uh, uh, a little bit uh, the opposite direction and turn this thing back around. We got to go to Lincoln County in the pit next week. It's going to be a tough matchup and we've got to win it. We've got to win that one. This one wasn't yeah. as bad uh, of a loss, but that one's is uh, very important. If you're just tuning in, Columbia was playing defense and made a stop out of bounds in front of the Giles County bench. Autry Smith on the tackle. And him and the defender or runner for Giles County got into an altercation, a shoving match that then created more Bobcats to jump in, which then created more lines to get over in the area of the Giles County bench. Uh, multiple flags. I think we counted. He called at least two personal fouls against Columbia, two personal fouls against Giles County. The officials got together and said, you know what? I'm going to hold the football up and call the ball game. 6.58 to go. and Seems a little soft to me. Yeah. So we're going to go down on the field. We're going to try to get some more details on this. And so, like I mentioned, 4 o'clock on Monday, 101.7 WKOM. Also tune in for Three Dudes with a View on Monday morning. Hopefully by then 
uh, on both of those shows. We'll be able to give you some update on what exactly happened uh, tonight here at the Brickyard at Sam Davis Park. So, for Lewis Maddox, I'm Clayton Harris, and Columbia will go down tonight 49-28 to in a game with six minutes and 58 seconds left. Hope everybody enjoyed the broadcast and has a great weekend. Go balls. We'll see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed tonight's game of Columbia Lions football on WKRM. Being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Ten Pin Alley, Roof Systems Incorporated, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, First Farmers by The Garbage Man, by Caledonian Financial, McDonald's of Murray County, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, by Miracle League of Columbia, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line LLC, and by Fast Stop Markets.